0: listener
1: production. Well, after hitting an 11-month low last week, Aussie shares continue to move higher.
0: And how did news about China impact our market today?
1: Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Wednesday, the 11th of October. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Good afternoon, Laura.
0: Good afternoon, Stevie.
1: Heading into the close, the Aussie share market is enjoying its fifth straight day of gains. That is our longest winning streak in about four months as well. And of course, yesterday we had our best improvement in about three weeks. So share markets, as I said at the outset, did not do well last week. We've had a very rough ride for about two, two and a half months now, but at least we're heading in the right direction at the moment.
0: Yeah, exactly right. It has been another good day on the Aussie market. So we obviously did have quite a positive lead-in from the US overnight, we had some more central bankers talking, and basically some of their comments were saying that you know policy may be restrictive enough, so they might not need to do any more tightening. So in human language, they might not need to raise interest rates mm-hmm. anymore in order to get to that 2% target range of inflation. So Potentially. And, you know, investors are quite happy about this and they seem quite buoyant about it. So we did see the share market lifting. We've also seen bond yields easing. You know, we have been talking about that, especially late last week. And that's why we saw our market declining so heavily. And now it's sort of the reverse as bond yields are easing. We're seeing the share market climbing because they have quite an inverse correlation there.
1: Yeah, exactly. So US markets have had a good couple of days that's you know flowing through our market, as you point out, interest rate related, but also China's been in focus as well. There've been reports in the past 24 hours or so that um, Chinese officials are, are closer to unveiling fresh stimulus to, to help meet their growth goals that they're struggling with at the moment. So according to a Bloomberg report, they might be spending another close to 140 billion US dollars on infrastructure projects. So that seemed to give our market a bit of a boost around midday Sydney time. And that's around the time that China share market opens. So they Two drivers, it seems, of our market today, at least.
0: Exactly. And on the back of that news, so we did see, you know, iron ore futures rising. That's why we saw our big iron ore names here, BHP, Fortescue, Rio, all lifting. And that 140 odd billion US, I did a rough calculation, it's about 215 billion Aussie dollars for those interested. So quite a substantial amount of money.
1: It is. And, And anytime you hear about stimulus out of China, our largest trading partner, which buys so much of the stuff that we sell, especially things like commodities, of course, that's generally going to be quite helpful for mm. our market, which you know was beat up last week and pretty much all of last month as well.
0: It's hard to miss any news out of China in total because they've been quite sluggish since coming out of yeah. COVID lockdowns. We we talk about this quite often. We're always looking closely at what's happening with China. So stuff like this is, you know, if there's going to be stimulus or the, the prospect of stimulus coming out, that really boosts the market. It gets investors all fizzed up, as Tom would say. Um, But when we get the other side of things, when its economy isn't doing so well, that's when we see our market declining. And we do have some data coming out of China on Friday. So that'll be one to watch as well.
1: Exactly. So let's look at some different sectors today because it looks like the gains have been quite broad. Roughly 70 in every 10 companies on our share market are improving at the moment. 10 of 11 sectors are higher as well. You know, Some of the best tech stocks, which are interest rate sensitive, up one and a half percent. Industrials up around one. Retail stocks and that consumer discretionary space are up roughly 1.2% as well. The only sector to lose ground, healthcare, which Mm. is not doing so well.
0: And that's only been in the afternoon as well. So we did just earlier in the session have all of these sectors lifting. So it's been quite volatile. We'll see what happens when we do get to the close in a few minutes. But we did have quite a number of AGMs, some of our biggest companies listed here on the Aussie market. So... Yeah, you to ex- tell us what happened?
1: Exactly. So we're in that AGM season now where companies start to meet with their investors. CSL and CBA, two of the largest stocks on our market, both meeting with investors. CBA shares down slightly off the back of their AGM. CSL as well, down only slightly. CSL actually once again highlighted some of the, the headwinds facing the business, particularly around margins, which it said might actually take longer to get back to where they were, uh, you know, to pre-COVID levels. And it's blamed this on higher cost linked to two things. So the first was how much it's been paying donors overseas for their blood plasma, needs that plasma for its highest selling products. And secondly, how much it's paying its staff, which has been elevated. So they've made inroads in bringing those costs down, but they still need to do a bit more to get there. So nothing really positive in the AGM to see stocks lifting so significantly today.
0: We should also talk about Bank of Queensland, given they were the worst performer today and they have held that position for most of the day. They actually had their worst single session declines in over a year. And this was after it came out with its full year results. In a nutshell, the company reported a 70% slump in profit compared with the same time last year. And it also forecasted that revenue and margin pressures will continue into the 2024 calendar year. So not a good day for Bank of Queensland.
1: Yeah. And Bendigo and Adelaide Bank, another, you know, one of the smaller banks as well on the market down about 1.3% today. So it seems to be heading in the same direction. We also heard from some other stocks. I mean, Telstra was another company that was in the headlines because it said it's plans to buy Vercent, which is a cloud services business for about $267 million, basically edging ahead of a rival Japanese bidder here. Now the purpose behind the acquisition, according to Telstra, is to help basically scale that part of its tech business. Over the past year, generated roughly $130 million in revenue. So not a huge part of Telstra by any means if things move forward, but still received a little bit of attention. Telstra shares up slightly.
0: Yep. So we'll just do some rapid fire because there's a few other companies that came out with some news today. So Liontown currently down about 3% after Australia's richest person, Gina Reinhart, continued to up her stake in the company. She now holds above an 18% voting right over the company. Of course, they are a takeover target for Albemarle, the largest lithium miner in the world. Quanta shares are actually lifting after an announcement saying that its chairman will step down in late 2024 ahead of the company's AGM. And this seemed to be well received by investors amid all those troubles surrounding the business at the moment.
1: Yeah, and we heard from IAG today, the insurer behind NRMA reiterated some of its long-term goals, including adding roughly 1 million customers over the long-term. And quite a few stocks actually paid out dividends to shareholders as well. So TPG, News Corp, and Cochlear, just to name a few.
0: Looking ahead to tonight, the big event we've been waiting for this week, or well, one of them, we have those business inflation figures coming out. So that will be really important for the next... Federal Reserve meeting. At the moment, there's about a 14% chance that interest rates will be lifted when they meet in early November, but very small chance, right?
1: Yeah. So those chances have have dropped back a bit recently, but you're right. The next two days will be quite important for that conversation. So tonight, that producer price update shows the change in prices that businesses are paying for things. So the expectation is that the core measure could only lift very slightly. This is ahead of the US market open, so it will, you know, have an impact on markets potentially. And then tomorrow morning, We have the minutes from the Mm. most recent meeting of the US Central Bank. That will be at 5 a.m. Sydney time. That's with two hours of trade left in the United States, so another one to watch.
0: And then tomorrow here in Australia, nothing really, just weekly payroll jobs, of course. That's just a timely look at the job market, which is, of course, very important for interest rates as well.
1: Yeah, unlikely to move markets tomorrow, but you're right, it will still get some attention. Then We've got a few dividend payments, Northern Star, Perseus, Brambles, Index, and South 32, and then a handful of annual general meetings. Brambles is probably the big one, but also rail freight operator Horizon.
0: Very good. Excellent. Wonderful. How about that? Awesome.
1: <laughs> well, on that note, everyone, <laughs> have a great evening and we'll, we'll catch you tomorrow.
0: Catch you tomorrow. Bye.